जाएगा
And I want to examine this, what happened in the garden with Adam and Eve and the serpent. The issue here is not just the sin. You know, yes, they, they committed the three categories of sins one time by, by eating the fruit. The issue here is not just them doing a wrongdoing. The issue here is a little bigger than that, that a lot of people tend to bypass because as human beings, for some reason, we are so focused on the sin. If we look deeper and we read the scriptures again, uh, chapter 6, it says, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was pleasant for the eyes, and the tree to be desired to make one wise, be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and also unto her husband, and he did ate. What they wanted and a desire to make one wise, she said. What they wanted was their own way of knowing good and evil. The scripture said you will be like gods if you eat of the fruit. God did instruct them. God told them not to eat of the fruit. But they went ahead and they did it anyway. So... And it's clear in the scriptures that God would walk with them in the cool of the day. God would have conversations with them. God would bring the animals for them to name. God would teach them. God would instruct them. So, if they did not know good and evil, then they could do good and evil without intending to because they didn't know good and evil. So who corrected them? Who taught them? It was God. But here they're looking for a wisdom, a wisdom that didn't come from God. They were looking to gain their wisdom from something else. God was instructing them. God was teaching them. Same thing with the children of Israel when they first came out of Egypt. God was instructing them. But they wanted their own way. They even pleaded to God for a king. When he was ruling over them. Why? It's the same thing that Adam and Eve did in the garden. They wanted their independence from God. And that was the bigger that was the bigger picture of why it was such an issue. Because if you don't know right from wrong, then how do you know when you do right from wrong? God had to be the one instructing them. Amen? Amen. God had to be the one teaching them. Amen. Just like the Holy Spirit does for us right now. Amen. That was always his intention. But they declared their independence by looking to gain their wisdom and their knowledge from something else other than God. They said, I do not want to depend on God. They declared that by eating the fruit. Because as it says, when she saw it, the desire for it to make one wise. Amen? Amen? And it's the same thing with the devil in heaven. But let's, let's go back to Adam and Eve. Look at what their dependence 
on God give them. And today's uh, word is depending on God. That's what today's word is. Look at what God, Adam and Eve dependence gave them. They had the Garden of Eden. They could have eaten of any fruit in the garden. They didn't have to sweat. They didn't have to work. Man, that is life in paradise. Yes. Man, put me in that garden. I ain't gonna complain. And that's what depending on God gives them. However, when they declared the independence from God, what immediately happened? Weeds came from out of the ground. By the sweat of their brow, they had to eat. The woman had birth pains. All these things came upon them within their independence. Same thing with the devil. He was like, I, 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 the spirit of I. He will make himself greater than the living God. And what happened? He got kicked out of heaven. And he lost everything. I want you to say this with me. I am a spirit. I have a soul. And I live in a body. I am a spirit, I have a soul, and I live in a body. So this body is just a house. Mm -hmm. Do you know what death is to the body? Death is the separation mm -hmm. of your spirit from your body. That's right. When you leave this earthly house, mm -hmm. that's what death is. Yes. But in heaven, death is the same thing, but it's a separation from God. And that's why when God told them, when you eat of this fruit, you will die. Mm -hmm. And the devil came and said, you shall not surely die. Mm -hmm. But what happened? Yeah. They were immediately separated from God. Mm -hmm. God knew who always they were, where they were all the time. But the moment they ate the fruit, God was walking in the garden and said, where are you? And they hid themselves from God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The sin separated them from God because they declared their independence from God. And same thing the devil did. He was separated from God and kicked out of heaven. Lost his position as a high angel in heaven. Because he declared his independence. He wanted to be like God. All that I, 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 and I this. And that is the thing that many of us Christians to this day, that is what we deal with. And that is the main reason why we go through a lot of trials and tribulations. When you go through trials and tribulations, don't immediately think that, oh, it's because of sin. No. Job had a lot of trials and tribulations too. But what? What is God trying to do? God is trying to get your attention to let you know some area in your life you are choosing to depend on yourself or something else and not God. God desires and he loves to be trusted. And that's why today's word is depending on God. So we could return to God and depend on him. And look to God for our help. Amen? Amen. 
Job said it best when his trials came upon him. God was not responsible for Job's trials. The devil was. Mm -hmm. But God allowed it. The devil went before God and he said, let me touch it and he will curse you to your face. And God said, go ahead. But spare his life. So the devil went immediately and killed everyone that was close to Job. All his kids, all his wealth, everything was gone. And his wife, the person supposed to be one with him, the closest to him, the devil came and speak through her and said, curse God and die. And he said, foolish woman, don't you know that we can't expect to receive good and not expect to receive bad as well? But what got me, the first thing Job said, is that Job knew. Job said, though he slay me, I will trust him. Job knew, Job knew right away that his trials was a trust issue. Over and over and over in your life. Because Jesus said, if you shall live righteously, you will be prosecuted. You go through trials to get you to trust God more. That's why when you go through these things, a lot of times you can't call nobody for help because they can't help you. All the people you know can't help you. Your prescription doesn't work. Am I the only one being through stuff like that? Where nobody can help me but God? Amen. I remember times at, my, at, at a job that I worked where I was put in a position that I had to make things happen and I didn't know how. I couldn't turn to family. I couldn't turn to my boss. I told pastor about it. But I couldn't turn to no one. And it's in these times is when God is able to get your attention. And at these times you are forced to say when you come out of it that it was God. Because many are afflictions that are righteous. But the Lord shall deliver them from them all. I didn't know what to do. And, and I, I just prayed about it. And I said, I just communed with God. And I just talked to God. and said, God, listen. He said, do you help me? Or I die. Because there's no other way. The Bible says that... Um, when the prophet went to a certain man and told him, God said, get your house in order because yes. you, will, you will die soon. Mm-hmm. What did the man do? Did the man run to the prophet? No. What The man turned himself to the wall and he prayed to God. Job said, I know he could do all things. And this is the main reason we go through stuff. God is trying God is using the enemy for your good so that you could be in a higher position of trusting and relying on God on depending on God he tried to show us from the beginning they had it all and they gave it up for their independence God is saying that you can't do it without Him. 
And, and that, that what, that's what the problem we have in the world, and even with us Christians. Mm-hmm. We want the gifts, mm-hmm. but we don't want the giver. Mm-hmm. We don't want to commune with God. Mm-hmm. We don't want to pray with God. We don't want to spend time with God, but we want the things from God. We want His power. Yes. Yes. We want Him to raise us up. Yes. And we don't have the character to get there. Mm. Because we're not spending time with God. Spending time with God is what will change you. But what will give you that character is the relationship with God that was important. They would speak to God. They had everything because God was with them. When they were separated from God, then is where they lost everything. You're going to go through stuff. But like Paul said, Paul said, count it all joy. Because as long as you don't die, it shall pass. Yes. Right? But he said, count it all joy because in the end you have a reward if you persevere. At the end, if you're trusting God strengthens, then you're going to be just like Adam and Eve in the garden. But you have to depend and trust on God. What happens when your degrees don't work? Who do you call when the doctor says there's no cure? Do you want to reach to that point? Or you just want to start trusting him on your own? That's why Jesus said, pray without ceasing. And that's why God said David was a man after his own heart. Look at everything that David did. The one thing that will stand out. Is his relationship. Yes, yes. He wore all those Sams to worship him. Yes. To worship him. Worship. It wasn't about the goal. He had many wives, but it wasn't about the wives. The big thing for David was that he longed for the presence of God. He longed for the giver of the gifts and not the gifts. We don't even want to pray unless we come to church on Sundays sometimes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So true. Amen. That's not communing with God. Mm-hmm. Pray without season. That's not just on Sundays. Mm-hmm. That is waking up in the morning and giving thanks. Yes. That's giving thanks to God every day. That is telling Him about the little things. So, how do we depend on God? The Bible says, acknowledge him in all your ways, and he shall direct your path. Acknowledge him in all your ways is not once a week. He's waking up and talking to him like he's a normal person. And say, God, I'm about to go to the store. I don't know what to buy for groceries. Help me. Next thing you know, you go to the store, and you try to pick up some beef, and God says, no, get fish, you're getting too fat. <laughs> God does stuff like that. Yes, That's why the Bible says those that are led by the Spirit are not under the law. Mm-hmm. How are you going to be led by the Spirit if you're not having a conversation with the Spirit? Mm-hmm. Jesus is all person says, I can do nothing, nothing. without the Father. Yes. If Jesus said he can't do nothing without the Father, then who are you? Yes. Yes. 
That's right. Who are if Jesus said that? Who are you? Yes, yes. The Bible said he was led into the desert by the Spirit to be tempted by the devil. Jesus was led by the Spirit, the same Spirit that is inside you and I. But we have no conversations with him. We're not treating the Holy Spirit like he's an actual person. We're not understanding how great that gift is. Jesus said, many wish to be in your position. Many wish. All, all the people of old, Abraham, Adam, Jacob, Isaac, they all received the word of the promise. But we received the promise. They did not receive the promise. Mm -hmm. But look and see the thing that stands out with all of them is their relationship with God. Yeah. They treated him like a father, a brother, and an actual person. And we Christians, we get we get too religious with this. <laughs> we don't want to see God as a person. We only want to go to him when we need something. You know, you know how hurtful that is. Yes. I remember growing up in our voice home when my father had his business. And I had a lot of friends that didn't have much. And I, oh, we had the money. And so my friends used to love to go anywhere with me or my little brother because we used to be spending. <laughs> they used to be hungry sometimes. And their family had no food. But they knew if they had on me and my brother, they're going to get something to eat. Right. But after my father lost everything, all those friends that were depending on me for money, mm. they were gone. Yeah? Why? They were there for the gifts yes. and not the givers. That's right. Don't let's treat God like that. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And all these other things shall be added on to you. Yeah. So we got to get our priorities straight. We got to seek Him. And then the things are going to come. But we seeking the things and we putting Him last. How are you expecting God to put you first and you putting Him last? When is the last time you really lay in your bed when you had none to do all day and just talk to Him? I'm telling you, he's a person. He's not just some religious figure sitting in a throne waiting for you to mess up. Mm. Jesus is a person that wants a relationship with you. And depend and having a relationship with God and depending is going to teach you how to depend on him. Because when stuff goes wrong in your life and the devil comes and says, Oh, it's because you sin. You're like, No, I know my God. That's right. That's not why this is happening. Yes. That's why I don't argue with people about whether my God is real or not. Mm -hmm. Because it's like arguing about whether my mom was real. She came on this earth, she lived, and she died. They can't tell me different why. Because I had a relationship with my mom. Yes. So that's why I don't argue with people about whether God is real or not. Yes. yes. That's fruitless. Yes. I know him. Yes. 
That's right. He's my daddy. Yeah. All right. All right. I know God. Yes. I spend time with him. Yes. He wake me up in the morning. That's right. I got out of my house yesterday and said, God, I'm going to go and I'm going to pick up my suit from the laundromat. But I'm thinking about getting a shirt. What do you think? And I started driving. I forgot about the shirt. Then the voice said, you know what? Go to Burlington. I said, you know what? It's probably God talking to me. And God... I walked past this shirt and I felt like God said, oh, get this one. It's the shirt I'm wearing right now. Mm -hmm. But I just want to show you that your relationship with God has to be about everything. Yes. You don't have to pray 10 times a day. It doesn't have to be 10 minutes long, 20 minutes long, 30 minutes long. You, you could just be a quick whisper about something. Yes, yes. God, I'm going up the street, guide me. You'd be surprised on how much you direct your path. Because how you're depending on him if he's not directing your path. Yes. The Bible says it's not in man to know the way. It's in God. So we have to trust God and we have to depend on God. Amen. Amen. I want to read this uh, scripture really quick. John 15, 5. Mm -hmm. When we don't acknowledge God, it's because we don't think of Him as a person. Mm. If we don't think of Him as a person, we don't acknowledge Him. We're saying that we don't need His help. Right. We don't need His help. We're gonna be independent. Mm. And we saw with the devil, and we saw with Adam and Eve. When you are independent of God, you bring about your own destruction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you can't depend on your intellect for this life. You got to depend on God's wisdom. Yeah. You don't know what tomorrow holds. Mm -mm. You don't know when Russia's going to end the war. Mm -hmm. You don't know these things. Amen. You don't know what's going to happen the next year and if you're going to live to see for next year. God knows these things. So he has a plan for you. Amen. So that's why you have to depend upon him and not depend upon yourself. Yes. Amen. The scripture says, everyone have a say amen. Amen. I am the vine. Mm. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus is saying as he depended on the Father, you have to depend on him. But my thing is, how can we depend on God if we're not even talking to Him? Mm. We don't even know what He wants. We don't even want to listen to the counsel of our pastor. We don't want to do none of those things. You're not dependent on God. Don't fool yourself. Mm. You're dependent on your education. Yeah. You're dependent on your intellect. Your mm -hmm. intellect can't wake you up. Can't take you out of a coma. We have to come to the realization that a prodigal son 
that we need God. Yes. And that's what a lot of these trials and tribulations be about. It's about bringing you to an end of yourself. Mm-hmm. For you to understand, God is not trying to beat you up. The enemy is attacking mm-hmm. you. He's using the enemy. God is trying to get you to understand that a battle is not yours. The battle is His. And you're losing because you're fighting the battle. You can't win against the devil. You can't win. Why try to fight a losing battle? Yes. I remember when I was younger. I could have fight. But when the guys were bigger than me, older than me, and my big brother came around, I ain't have to do no fighting. <laughs> they didn't even want to mess with me. <laughs> but if I know, if I jump on them, they're going to kick my butt, why am I doing it? Why am I depending on my own strength if my big brother is right there? <laughs> Nobody used to mess with my big brother. I tell you that. My whole neighborhood knew it. All my siblings knew it. Nobody used to mess with my big brother. But why would I try to fight somebody I can't win and he right there? That's right. That's what we do Yes. We are doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. You want to be independent. It's not to insult your intellect. It's saying that your intellect is none compares to God's intellect. Yes. He made you. People go to, go to school to study how to be a doctor. But God made you. And you don't want to understand you from true Him. He is the man. Mm-hmm. Let me read this one scripture quickly. You don't have to turn to it. Mm-hmm. Psalms one twenty seven one. It says, unless the Lord builds the house, mm-hmm. the builders labor in vain. Mm-hmm. Unless the Lord watches over the sea, the guards stand watch in vain. What is he saying there? Anything you do without God is going to be fruitless. You're wasting your time. I'm not saying condemn yourself if you don't pray one morning and you forgot. Because guess what? You get all the rest of the day to pray. Yes. You have to understand the importance of just having a relationship with him. I watched this one video online. This guy was um, took his daughters out to shop. And he took out money. And the two daughters took their money. His third daughter, the smallest one, stayed with him. And wherever he went, she went. And when he was going places, she had her money in her pocket that he gave her. And he saw things and she was looking at it because she was with her father. Her father said, did you like, do you like that? She's like, oh yes, daddy. But I have enough money. He's like, oh, let me buy it for you. <laughs> they went somewhere else. She saw something. I said, oh yes, daddy. Oh, let me buy it for you. Mm-hmm. He saw something. Oh yes, daddy. When they reached the counter, the daughter that stayed with the father had a whole cart full of stuff. And the other two daughters that took their money and ran only had one item each. And they said, oh, she got all that. And she said, because I stayed with daddy. That's right. (laughs) 
Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. It means treat God like an actual person. Stop putting him in the back burning the bench to sit while you're playing the game. Let him play the game. That's right. That's right. Amen. He desires, he loves, he craves your trust. You not have a relationship with him, not treat him like a person, is the loudest way to say, I don't trust you. The being by my big brother, I wasn't going to get beat up. <laughs> Why? I trusted his strength. You understand? What are you trusting in? This is going to be my final scripture. You don't have to turn because I'm going to read it because it's so short. Proverbs 19.21 It says, Many are the plans in a person's heart. Mm -hmm. But in the Lord's purpose, Mm -hmm. but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Mm -hmm. So you can plot and plan, manipulate, and do everything you want to do, or you can do go wrong in circles, Mm -hmm. and when you humble yourself, Mm -hmm. and everything going wrong, you're always going to put up to a point where you said, God, take the wheel. That's it. I can't do nothing else. Nothing. You can be the smartest person in the world, but you'll never be smarter than God. Never. I told Pastor, I said, Pastor, I'm tired. I'm going to be a shit. I'm finna be a sheep now. I told my therapist too, said, I'm finna be a sheep. She said, what you mean you're gonna be a sheep? You know what a sheep is to the shepherd? The sheep does nothing but eat. Mm-hmm. That sounds really bad coming from a fat guy, huh? <laughs> but the shepherd takes care of the sheep. Yeah. The, sh- the yeah. sheep has to depend on the shepherd to clean them, to feed them. To protect them, yes. to guide them. Yes. The sheep does nothing, nothing of himself. The sheep does not care two cents about the worries of the world because he has confidence that the shepherd will take care of him. That's right. Amen. Are you a sheep or are you a goat? <laughs> <laughs> he said his sheep knows his voice. Knows it. Trust him. Everything else been failed. You going through something? Don't condemn yourself and say, oh, God's beating me up because I do wrong. Nope. He's merely trying to get your attention to say, hey, trust me. You have another opportunity to trust him. When when Abraham went to slay his son in the altar and he put the knife and the angel stopped him with the angel said, no, I know you love and trust the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
The people of old, they knew this is exactly what it was. Trust in God. Trust. So I encourage you all today mm -hmm. to not just depend on self, mm. not just depend on your education or your intellect and your trainings and everything that your experience from life. Yes. God knows your future, you don't. Mm -hmm. You have to trust, become to trust him to the point that if he closes a door, mm -hmm. open another door. you know, you said, I'm going to fight with that because he loves me. Yes. Yes. I know he loves me. Yes. So that door closed, he got something better for me. Yes. Yes. You lost that job, but you prayed to God for a job that would give you three times the more. Yeah. But you still wasn't going to look for another job. Yeah. He had to let you lose it. Because he's trying to set you up yeah. to a position to bless you. And you keep trying to do your own thing. But it's not to punish you. It's to promote you. It's giving you an opportunity to trust him so he could move in your life. So when troubles come, what do you do? You trust Him. You read His Word. You pray. You acknowledge Him. Amen? Amen. Trust God. Thank you, church. Amen.